Get Up Nation. I hope you're enjoying the Get Up Nation podcast on www.anchor.fm. As a podcast host on over 20 platforms, I really enjoy how easy it is to use Anchor, how Anchor makes everything I need available in one place for free, accessible on your smartphone or desktop computer. Go to www.anchor.fm now. In case you didn't know, Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit each episode. If you're concerned about the distribution of your hard work, don't sweat it because Anchor takes care of that too. If you're considering becoming a podcaster, I would highly recommend Anchor as your choice to begin sharing your content with the world. What up, Get Up Nation? My name is Ben Biddick, the host of the Get Up Nation podcast and co-author of Get Up, The Art of Perseverance with former Major League Baseball player and CEO of LuronLiving.com, Adam Greenberg. I love connecting with all of you out there who are tired of the negativity in media and am honored when I hear how you're enjoying the positivity of the Get Up Nation podcast. Today I'm wishing Renee and Scott Parks health and healing as Renee continues to battle cancer. Renee has one of the most inspiring Instagram accounts I've ever seen as she chronicles her journey through her cancer treatment. I was honored to have her as the third guest of the Get Up Nation podcast. Check out her episode today and wish her well via the Instagram account at resilient.renee. I also recently spoke with Evan Williamson, the creator of SoberLifeApparel.com based in Texas. Evan created this clothing company to empower and support those battling addiction as they strive to create a new reality in recovery. He shared how his own battle with addiction was the catalyst that led to him serving others. Today I'm speaking with Evan Williamson, the creator of SoberLifeApparel.com, a brand dedicated to helping people transition from addiction to recovery. Evan, what led you to create this company? I'm very passionate about helping people as you said, transition from addiction to the sober life. I was an addict for a while, and I'm in recovery. I'm uh, passionate about the the life of walking and freedom. My understanding is that making that transition from addiction into recovery, there are a lot of changes that have to happen with people's mindsets and who they associate it with and the, the culture that they're associating with. To make that transition over, how does your brand help contribute to that process? Well, I really believe in the psychology of wearing a better lifestyle. So if you're um, waking up and you put on a shirt that says sober life, you're putting yourself at a higher standard. You're keeping yourself accountable. You're not going to go to the bar or go think about scoring drugs when you're wearing something that says sober warrior, sobriety, recovery. I really think that's helping change the mindset of people leaving from addiction and having the negative mindset of the shame and guilt into the, no, this is who I am, and I'm going to wear it loud and proud. Have you had some experiences with people who are wearing your clothing who are experiencing that for themselves? What kind of feedback are you getting? I'm getting great feedback from people all around the U.S. as well as some other countries. People in the sober living communities, they wear it. They go to meetings or they'll go to speaking events and be up on the platform talking to crowds of hundreds of people and be like, this is this is who I am now. Uh, I am sober. They kind of like it helps them identify with who they want to be versus the situation they're actually in. And um, I've I've only gotten positive feedback from it, which is really great. So people can learn more about you at SoberLifeApparel.com, correct? How else can people interact with you? They can reach me at SoberLifeApparel.com. I have Twitter. I have Facebook fan page. I also have a group for people in recovery 
to stay networking with each other and keep each other accountable as well as uh, encourage and share their story at Sober Life Group at Facebook.com. If anybody listening to this that is struggling with addiction or is, is working toward recovery, what message do you have? My message probably would be stay strong. It is hard at times. And ultimately, one of my favorite scripture verses is the suffering that you're experience at this present time is not worthy of being compared to the glory to be shown to you. Thank you, Evan, for sharing how you've created a brand and a clothing line to contribute to the mindset changes of those who are seeking to liberate themselves from addiction. To understand more about the process a person goes through during a transition from addiction to recovery, I spoke with Corey Devine, a clinical substance abuse counselor and licensed professional counselor at ConnectionsCounseling.com in Madison, Wisconsin. He shared with me the challenges people face as they attempt to transition from addiction into sobriety and how the staff at Connections Counseling helps people achieve a lasting liberation from addiction. My name is Corey Devine. I've been a clinical substance abuse counselor with Connections Counseling for going on about 12 years now. I'm also a licensed professional counselor too to work with you know, mental health as well. So Connections, there's a reason I've been at this clinic for my really my whole professional career in the addiction and mental health field. The philosophy is really rooted in connection of the person that's entering into recovery with other peers in recovery, and the mentor program is, is really a core component of that. You know, we believe that the culture of feeling good and positive and excited about this new journey that you're on in recovery is difficult to attain, you know, if you're just doing it on your own. And so there's such an emphasis on on the group support and, and getting connected to the, the recovery community. And, and again, I, I wouldn't be doing this job if I saw people you know, get sober and be miserable. <laughs> that would be a, uh, but to see that sense of hope and that trust and that movement forward and in a whole new life, that's uh, it's super rewarding and inspiring. And there's not a lot of programs like that out there. Why is connection with others so important when it comes to transitioning from addiction to recovery or sobriety? With opiate addiction, there are obviously a lot of environmental factors, you know, that have uh, contributed to their to their use and their development of dependency, you know, over time. And a lot of that is obviously in relation to peers and, and uh, different things of that sort. And so, and really, medication-assisted therapy is, is really uh, the, the norm with opiate uh, dependency. So that's that's kind of where it starts. And, and then, you know, so with that, we're talking about uh, things like Suboxone, uh, Vivitrol, Naltrexone, basically medications that are allowing an individual to go from active use to uh, building the beginning of kind of building the foundation for their recovery without having to deal with the intense withdrawal, both uh, physical and psychological, because that's really kind of the barrier uh, for a lot of people making that transition. Uh, because they're, you know, if they're trying to they're trying to quit, trying to abstain, they're going through an intense withdrawal that is keeping them kind of stuck in that lifestyle because they're sick and you know have to use to feel have to feel normal, you know, and, and so. The medica- medication piece of it is kind of the initial catalyst. Now, now that's not to say that's for everybody, um, but if you're truly dependent on opiates, uh, you know, either they're going to be going to detox or they're going to cold turkey it, you know, for two weeks on their okay. own, which is super difficult to do, uh, or they're going to come into a program like ours and get in and try to get that medication piece of it figured out. Once once that is in place and they're stabilized with that, that really kind of opens the door to them being able to start um, – yeah, creating creating the building blocks to develop a strong recovery program. Because at that point, they're no, they're no longer, you know, ideally anyway, no longer dealing with kind of that day to day, you know, run around of of, uh, of 
of getting opiates to get rid of the sickness and all that kind of thing. So, so then what we do, for example, is we typically plug them into either our intensive outpatient program or a general outpatient program, which provides them with a ton of support and education around relapse prevention and, uh, and building, you know, social networks and things like that. So where the, the mentor program really comes into play is people that have been in our program that have, that have gone through our program, I should say, uh, that have been able to abstain from all substances for a six-month period at a minimum uh, and are actively, you know, working a program. And that can be, you know, attending 12-step meetings or smart recovery or, you know, just a consi- consistent kind of regular and, and connections program. Uh, they, if they want to, um, can be in position to, to move into a mentor role. And that mentor role really focuses on them kind of reaching out and, uh, you know, giving support, just being an ear to, you know, to talk to, uh, kind of helping the, the new person in the program uh, bridge that gap between the using culture and uh, a recovery lifestyle. And that's, you know, maybe taking them to meetings, um, 12-step meetings. That's uh, taking them to, we offer a lot of uh, sober events, which is basically just <clears throat> opportunities for people to get together with other people that are in recovery and do, you know, pretty much anything from going to a, a ball game to a concert, uh, you know, a game night or, or out to dinner, whatever it might be. Um, but just kind of giving them a person that's in that program uh, and is established and has, has developed a sense of hope and um, uh, passion for sobriety and, and kind of giving them that, that light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. Because otherwise, you know, they're coming in and they're, they're – you know, most of their friends are still in the using culture. Um, you know, they're a lot of times battling with depression or anxiety or, or you know, trauma-related issues and things like that. So sobriety in the beginning looks and feels pretty pretty bleak uh, without that, you know, those people kind of on the other side that have been through that initial kind of real difficult process and are, and are you know, experiencing the good stuff in their life. And that's, uh, they mirror that, you know, to the individual. And, and that's really where, you know, they... they you know, the new person in the program really kind of begins to see, okay, this is not about what I'm going to be missing out uh, of, you know, by getting sober, uh, but this is more so an opportunity and, and a new, you know, kind of life ahead of me, so to speak. Do you have any examples of when that transition happens, where they go from the culture of using to that transition into where the concept of sobriety is not a negative? I think that a lot of it is, and in fact, we have somebody in the group right now that's just starting and uh, is, you know, the second day into the group, feeling totally overwhelmed. You know, emotions are all over the place. Um, you, you know, it's, it's a really confusing, really confusing time because you're, you, you know, that normal that you experience for so long is as, as miserable and as, as much suffering came with it. Uh, there was a, a comfort in, in being numb, so to speak. Um, and so those initial days, uh, weeks for that matter, can be really raw and confusing and, and discouraging. And so, like we've got, so for, for example, you know, today in this group, uh, we've got two mentors in there and then a handful of people in the group that are nearing the end of their cycle in the, in the program. So they're just about to successfully complete. So they're giving feedback, uh, to this young person and saying, hey, everything that you're feeling and, and, and experiencing is totally normal. Uh, that's what that's what I went through, um, and it was dark and 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 hard and scary. But trust us, you know, trust us. The simpler you make this, 
the, the, the sooner you're going to get there. If you complicate it by overthinking it, by uh, kind of challenging, you know, the, the program or challenging the philosophy of recovery and thinking, you know, I can just do this on my own. I don't need anybody's help. Um, that's going to, that's going to set up some barriers for, to, to make that transition. So, um, it, it's really, you know, not pushing any of this stuff on them, but just being there in that raw kind of vulnerable moment. For a lot of people is, is kind of part of what creates that, that kind of immediate sense of trust. Now that's not the case with everyone, but a lot of the time I think they start to feel, okay, these people are real and uh, this isn't, you know, this isn't a fake you know, process. This is a real genuine kind of thing that I'm feeling. And, um, and so, you know, maybe a week or two in, maybe once they start to go to their, you know, go to their first meeting or go to their first sober event, uh, or, you know, reach out for the first time or take a call for the first time from somebody that's trying to help them. Um, I think that's when they start to feel, okay, yeah, I can, you know, I, I can, I can do this and it can be, a very rewarding, you know, uh, positive experience for me. Amazing. Corey, thank you for taking time out for Get Up Nation. How can people learn more about Connections Counseling? Uh, ConnectionsCounseling.com or if you, yeah, Facebook, uh, Connections Counseling, you can find out all about our programs and um, different things we offer. And and uh, anybody in the community really can show up at, a, at one of the sober events that's sponsored by Connections. As epidemic levels of addiction imprison people in cycles of pain, I appreciate and value people and organizations that refuse to sit on the sidelines, but instead tap into potential and passion to liberate the enslaved. If you're ready to make this transition, use the resources described here or locally in your community. Get help today so you can get up into the glory that has yet to be revealed in your life. Don't give up. Keep going.